We're live. Hello. 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 Everyone, welcome. 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 We're doing uh, our Q&A. We're, we're recording this for future, for posterity, for future you and future other fans to listen to. Uh, we've got some questions. We've got some answers. We're going to take your guys' questions uh, once we get through some of the one some of the the writing questions. So uh, if you've got you've got some locked and loaded uh, burning desires that you need to express to us, uh, wait for the end and and we will ask you to share those with us. Welcome to this. Welcome to questions. And so it begins. And so it begins. So as always. Uh, various questions that are um, directed towards me that I chose because you guys keep letting me choose all the questions and I like talking about myself. But we'll start with one that goes to everybody. So uh, from Twitter, CJ Marisol Marisol? Mm -hmm. asks, what were the players' working theories about why guests kept stealing items? Could they have confronted the guests if they'd figured out it was Jonbo slash Dawson before the finale? Do you guys want to talk about what your theories were? Yeah, my theory was, and this is, I'm, I forgot who Jonbo was until the finale mm -hmm. happened. So basically, my theory was right. I just didn't know that it was Jonbo. I was like... So you, you thought it was, like, all the same person and they were stealing yeah, things. Yeah, I thought it was going to be all the same person stealing mm -hmm. things, yeah. But I didn't know okay. who that person was going to be. Yeah, I think I thought they were maybe all working for Dawson or some other god. Yeah, I was really excited, I guess, when, when there were masks falling, because mm -hmm. I did remember that, like, in Cat's Pantheon, there was a mask maker. And, like, basically as soon as I found out that Cat's Pantheon contained a god named Jonbo the Mask Maker, I was like, that's, that's my favorite, because <laughs> I love masks and, uh, you know, the whole, like, performing and all that stuff. That's my fucking jam. What's that behind? H Hannah, what's that behind you? Can you turn around? It's nothing. Wait, there's nothing. There's that, nothing. Is, that, is that, that a candelabra? Is that of the opera? I'm not weirdly fixated on masks, okay? Like, I don't know why you're being so weird about this and bringing it up. Like, it's it's normal. I I think about... Juniper, stop screaming at I Hannah. I think about masks a normal Juniper, amount. Juniper, stop bullying. Okay? Like a normal amount. Oh, I suppose I can I can answer the other part of that question. I almost skipped it. Oh, wait. I had a theory. Can I tell yeah. you my theory? Tell me, my, tell me your theory. My perspective is weird because I... So basically, when I recorded my episode, I hadn't heard anything else, like, from the whole arc. I had heard the last time Fran was on the podcast and then skipped straight to Seeker being there. But, like, I was, like, thinking about... I know Kat had, like, a thing where she wanted to do, like, some kind of weird, like, bard god. So I thought that, like, there was a, a bard god of bards who was, like, enchanting people. Particularly because, like, way back in the day, we were maybe going to do, like, a musical episode someday, oh, yeah. which I don't think <laughs> That's will now happen. happen but like, never going to happen, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So, but, like, I remembered, I was like, oh, maybe, like, this is how Kat is repurposing that storyline is like with this like ballad thing because I knew about the ballad because I helped write the ballad and then it was some kind of like musical god that was like enchanting people to sing the song to bring mm -hmm. Mary back or something through the oh, song that would have been cool that wasn't what I was doing but that would have been cool yeah that was my theory and I was like I've solved it <laughs> <laughs> well I mean you're not the only person who thought it was maybe a bard there was a lot of theories uh, I saw on our discord about it being diamond which is why diamond came back yeah uh, I remember that that was, a, that was a little nod to, to the Discord because I had 
completely forgotten. I, I had not made that connection that I was like, oh, I guess it could have been like a Dawson thing, but it was it was too fun to bring Diamond back. But I'm going to actually, uh, we'll, that segues nicely, though, um, talking about how writing the ballad, we have a question from Tumblr from an anonymous Tumblr user. And they asked, what was the process of writing the ballad like? Did you do it episode by episode or was it done in advance? So that was before we even started recording arc six. I had the idea for the ballad. I had like the chorus, I think, done. It may be like I think a you, little you bit. Had the fir- you had the first verse and the chorus. Yeah, first done. verse and the chorus when you done. Came to me. Yeah, and then I came to Noelle and I was like, here's the, here's the audio note that I have on my phone. Um, I have nothing more. Please help me. And <laughs> so in like a night, yeah, we, we came up with most of the lyrics. We had a call. And as is like normal, Kat and I have actually weirdly written a few songs together. Yeah. And as is the usual way of things, I am very much like, just trust yourself, believe in your dreams and like do nothing during the actual <laughs> during the actual meeting. And then later I go back and I'm like, ooh, this could change and this could be different. And I think we also, we didn't write the bridges at that mm-hmm. time. I wrote the bridges later, which yeah. are like the parts where, I don't know, the two, the, two <laughs> the part where it's like, and then Mary decided what name the war invited and like the guardians verse, that's about all three. Yeah. Is the same melody as that. Yeah, because that mostly wrote the rest of it. Well, and and I mean, the the reason that I went to Noelle instead of uh, attempting to do this by myself is I am not a songwriter. I don't I don't know how to write a bridge or like, you know, if if you leave it up to me, it's going to just be like chorus, verse, chorus, verse, and now we're done. It would have been okay, but you made it great (laughs) because that's teamwork and it makes fucking dream work. Mm. We, we made the dream work together. We did. We did. <sighs> um, and speaking of the ballad, oh, do you have another point? Oh, no, I just oh, wanted to ask, well, I mean, I, I know you, you're maybe going to segue into another ballad question, but I also, mm. I was so curious about the question that we got from Kira. How much did Kat tell the Not Noel and Rudy guests about their role before they appeared? Like, did they know they were John Bo? Because I went back and listened to some episodes after we knew about John Bo, and like, some of the stuff some of the characters were saying I was like oh I get it now and it was some of the stuff Wilbur said like where he was mm-hmm. salty about other gods like Torva and mm-hmm. Spritz like being like I, I cry at night and stuff like that <laughs> I was like oh okay I love you you're perfect yes yes so yeah they um I when I initially sort of rounded up all of the guests I did that before we started recording the season, um, which like the whole process, this is, I think comes up in someone else's question. So I will just wrap it all up in here, but the whole process of getting this season together was so, so different than anything that we've done before. I mean, just from a planning scale, from like finding the guests and then coordinating the guests. And then we actually had to stick to an every two week schedule because we had guests that were recording with us. So we, it was very different uh, in all of that. And, and writing wise, I was writing each of the adventures as they were going. So instead of like my traditional writing style is I do a oh, big overview of the arc, like top down, here are the story beats that we're going to hit. And then I, I go in and fill in details before each session. Whereas for arc six, I just wrote a one shot for every episode or for every guest, um, essentially. And, and I did not know what we were doing until usually 
the night before we were doing it, or maybe two nights before, because I had to communicate that to the guests. But um, so it was a very different writing process. And at the top of it, I, I gave all of the guests a primer of, so you're all the same person. They are, you know, the mask maker. You are your own characters though. Cause that was kind of the thing. I didn't want them to be like restricted in like, you are playing this character. It was, mm -hmm. you are playing your character and your character also just happens to be one facet of a many faced God, but they are also their own person and they have their own hopes and dreams that are entirely separate from what their, you know, hot, their big brain jumbo self may want, which I think is an interesting, like, you know, not to get too up my own ass about writing, um, <laughs> but but I think it's an interesting thing. I was really interested in exploring with all of our guests of like, mm -hmm. what does it mean for a god or a creature that is living as many people? Like, what? How? How do they navigate that? How do they live like that? And I think kind of the solution mm -hmm. I came up with, and and with working with the guests on their characters, was that every one of them was their own person who just had knowledge from other sources. Um, so it, it was, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, they all knew, they all knew. Uh, and I told them pretty explicitly, like, you know, drop hints, you know, say things that you shouldn't know, really have fun with it. Try and creep them out, especially getting towards like Wilbur, especially with Celeste, because Celeste is a crazy talented, uh, D&D player and DM, and I, I trust her to, like, really, you know, dig into this stuff. Um, so I really told her, like, hey, get weird with it. Like, get get unsettling with the amount of stuff that you know. Um, and I think she did just such a fantastic job with that. Yeah, I loved, like, that whole reveal with this arc. Like, I don't know. It was very mm. just, like... Fan questions can be saved until the end, Hannah. Please, can you just... Um, um, Hannah, Hannah, can, can you, you just wait? Because we haven't really opened <laughs> Until... up, like, you know. Um, whatever, whatever. You know, Kat, needs, Kat needs time yeah, to hey, uh, process she away She hasn't from had her, her cold cuts yet, so, like. <laughs> I, I started out as a fan of this podcast, and God damn it. <laughs> what was the other thing that I was going to do? Oh, that was the question I was going to, rolling back to talking about the ballad. There's another Anon question from Tumblr, which was, why was Corbin unnamed in the Ballad of Survival? Was this to do with his relation to Pavia? No, Noelle and I just thought it'd be funny. I, <laughs> that, that was my fucking theory as to why he did it. And I thought, wouldn't it be so fucking funny oh if that was like God. the reason is just like... <laughs> well, the thing is, is like, I remember like the day we wrote it, Kat was like, okay, so I want certain things to like be wrong. Like I want most of it to be like kind of what happened, but I want certain things to be wrong. So like there's certain things like 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 Slake's weapon gavel. a gavel. Yeah. 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 And and then we were like, oh, we gotta have like one of the guardians is left out. And we were like, well, the funniest would be if it was Fran, but like it will actually just be sad because Fran's, Fran's not literally there to gone. Be, like <laughs> yeah. indignant. Yeah. <laughs> so it has to be Corbin. <laughs> and I think I, in retrospect, Ooh. I do think that that joke when we made it in writing the whole song is very funny, but because of the way that it got revealed, it, it sort of imparted more meaning on it than it was yeah. meant to. But no, that was just because we were like, wouldn't it be funny? You know, it, it, 
like Juniper's gonna be so mad. <laughs> I love that. I you like pulled one over on me because literally my brain works such that when that verse was like revealed to us, I literally was like, well, who's mm-hmm. that character? Can't it's it sounds like Corbin, but it's probably not Corbin. <laughs> I was like, who did this? Fran must have done this or something. Like this is not some other one of the other like. Oh, oh no, we were just razzing you. You we were just bastards! You. you bastards! Trying to get you. You got me. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of get you. Got him. Um, does somebody else want to choose a question? I want to ask this question just because I saw it earlier and I thought it was interesting. Mm. Kat, how much of the mythology and pantheons of gods and forces did you have planned when the podcast started? And like, what did you add or change based on things the like we did, i.e., Fran summoning demons from the first time? And this is from Hardy on Twitter. Yeah. So. Um, I would say when I started the podcast, I had the Pantheon pretty well laid out. I changed a bunch of names um, later on in the process, which is like, Mm -hmm. I think there might be some continuity error somewhere in there because I changed, Mm -hmm. especially the names of the beast gods. Those pretty much all got changed. Hmm. But I had sort of the basic scaffolding of the gods laid out, and then I sort of went, I'm going to need a lot more gods. And that's how the demigods started happening. Um, Because I I realized, like, I hadn't done, like, that good a job of laying out, like, the basic things people would have gods for. But, like, especially the idea of, like, there's forces and then there's gods and then there's mortals. That was all laid out. But Fran summoning demons fucking changed the game because I didn't want to have demons. I didn't want to have demons or (laughs) angels or any of the, like, Christian-adjacent mythology that is suffused into D&D just because I don't. It's like, it's just a thing that I just don't love having in my fantasy is like angels and demons and stuff. Like I'm just mm. that's just not that's I'm just not into that. But then Fran summoned a demon and I was like, okay, I guess fucking demons exist now. <laughs> How did demons exist in this world I've made? I remember when you were so mad about that. You were like, you you can summon it, but it's not gonna be a demon, it'll be something else. <laughs> like I remember yeah, you were mad yeah. about it. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have my my beautiful and boy. Then, I'm gonna have my and my then Donkey like, Kong Barrel Barrel Boy. Immediately after that, I was like, and here's my character who's possessed by a demon. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was Demons exist. That was now. that was before that actually. You did the possessed yes. Really? Maybe because that's when did, Kat was mad about we, it though that I'm remembering. Yeah, well that was I think it was it was whenever somebody else brought up demons. Yeah. That's when I was just like Yeah, it would have been I mean, maybe maybe Mickey's demon stuff wasn't revealed. I yet, think it though. wasn't cuz mm-hmm. it was more recent than it actually was. But like, we did that because yeah. because remember we recorded that with Hannah before we ever recorded an that's episode right. of all of us. That's right. That's right. As like the actual cast. Wait, is that right? Yes, yeah, because we did. We, you were you recorded like we recorded the mini arc, so you recorded yeah. as Lake and we were Angel oh, in the gap. Right. Yeah. But then we went to the the like mm-hmm. Dame Jin Dive first yeah. episode, and then we did mm-hmm. good times. Everyone together. So I do remember it. Like that was part of the reason why we were like, I guess we're mm, done with Dame yeah, and Dragon. We like, and, uh, <laughs> wow, the chemistry is just so much better. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, demons. Demons. Yeah. But yeah. So that. I'm gonna I'm gonna summon demons to my dying day. Jeremy Buchanan, Cole Atchison, Heart of Hugs, all of these are from Twitter. Question is, was Laika always gonna be the champion of Bad Dad, or was that decision come after she left? Uh, will we learn anything more about Laika being Torva's champion? And is there any plan or possibility for Laika to come back even as a guest spot? So 
a bunch of things there all relating to Laika, but I guess the first one is, is there any plan or possibility of Laika coming back? Unfortunately, no. Sophia and I are, we're all still very good friends, but, you know, she's just told me she's not interested in coming back to the podcast. Um, She's just not interested in doing podcasting anymore, and that's fine, because I currently we're trying to schedule a time to hang out, and it's more than a month (laughs) in advance. (laughs) <laughs> to just like hang out for a weekend like that's just the way scheduling works when you're a grown-up so unfortunately it is pretty it's much not in the cards not in the cards that like is going to come back uh, as much as it'd be cool but going back to the questions about like like being torvis champion that was from the very beginning first get-go of the inception of the podcast <laughs> i was like okay so fran is kai's champion like is torvis champion and corbin is left did chance. you decide that when you read our our character yeah sheets? after i read your guys's character sheets and i, mm-hmm. I kind of figured out okay so you know and corbin because you had noelle. said <laughs> noelle wants to play an asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i thought it'd be interesting for the one person who doesn't want to be part of this to, to be, be the one who's chosen to be part of it yeah yeah that's cool corbin because he had those visions that was like on your first character sheet yeah was that you had like weird visions i was like oh so he's been he's been co-opted by another god and that's going to be like left to chance but that's another god you know putting their hand in on the scales basically and then Lyca would be torvis champion because of you know the plan always was that either mary was going to get sacrificed to torva or to kai and Torva didn't want her to be sacrificed on the island, so he made sure that everybody loves Mary. Which, like, you know, that was already happening because that was just the character of Laika. Um, and then when Sophie decided she didn't want to do the podcast anymore, I kind of had to make a decision of, like, do I stick with this? Because I've already set it up. Do I stick with it or do I change it so that somehow Slake is Torva's chosen? And the more I thought about that, the more I was like, that just makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> it just <laughs> compels me, sure. though. Yeah, compels me, though. Like, I really <laughs> I really thought for a long time about, like, how how can I make it work? But I, it, at the end, I just couldn't. So I just decided to stick with it because, you know, I think that in the, in the fiction of the podcast, Laika being, leaving the party was not part of, you know, Torva and Kai's grand plan so that would have been you know something that that changed for you know for them in their big chess game um so I just decided to stick with it and and it will I think affect some things going forward um but a lot of that stuff was you know that's plans that have passed you know for the gods for for Kai and Torva those are plans that have have laid themselves out and are done this one like emotionally just fucking murdered me (laughs) cynthia the rat asked who will give wanda's cats their nine meals a day please dance i cannot rest until i know what will become of them can i just fucking say cynthia the rat i have just fallen in love like your name hello very good very (laughs) good cynthia the rat the rat asking the the flavor is incredible cat um you know i I feel like the village is John. John Moe's not really dead, right? Like, he's just in the void, right? Like, he's he's fine, right? He's, I'm sure he's fine, right? <laughs> I mean, he's probably Cat was like, I'm going to make a character void. that Hannah loves so much, and then I'm going to choose <laughs> violence. 
That's what I did. <laughs> That's what she did. I'm I gonna mean, create a character who is like literally, quite literally, a con man with a heart of gold wearing a mask. God fucking <laughs> damn it. You found a way and then to, I'm going to hurl him into the void. <laughs> I know. Um so to answer the question about the cats, uh, I think that the people of the village are taking care of the cats. The cats are fine. Those cats are receiving as many meals a day as they need. Thank God. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought too much about what happened to, you know, where the where the jumbo-sized holes are in the world now. Um, in my heart. Maybe, maybe that's a great... Yes, in Hannah's heart. But maybe oh, that's a great subject for fan fiction to cover. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but Cat Dash asked, Mm. What ominous warnings can you give for the next arc? I can tell you the title. That's an ominous warning oh. in and of itself. You guys know the Do title. We? Don't act like you're saying. I just was. I just was vamping. I'm sorry. I don't remember anything in my life. <laughs> the title for the next uh, arc is "The Beating Earth." Oh, that's oh, right. Oh shit. Oh, that's nasty, cat. Yeah, that is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty nasty. Yep. Mm. <laughs> It's good. We're we are, and I suppose the other ominous thing, and also kind of announcement, is that we are we are now at the second arc from the end. So we're we're in the penultimate arc. Um, so oh, things oh, are heating up because the arc spicy. after this is the last arc, right? Yeah, arc eight will be the last arc. It's fucked so. up, cat. Fucked up. Fucked up. I know. Up. Isn't that crazy? This has been oh, oh, oh. literally. I cannot believe there are children who have grown into adults in the time that we have been doing this podcast. And that's ridiculous. Yep. Yep. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wild and crazy. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, I'm gonna ask a question. Uh, that was posed by a Kano cat on Twitter and also a Tumblr anon. I packaged these two together as well. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, Noelle, specifically about your hiatus as a whole? And also, uh, Noelle, what did you miss about the podcast while being away? And what did everyone else miss about having Noelle and slash Fran? I, we, like, I mean, like we said, when I, like, took my little hiatus, not so little in the end. It wasn't that little. (laughs) (laughs) That we, we had been planning it for years, which is true, but we didn't mean to plan it for years. (laughs) It's just that everything always ends up being longer than we think it's going to be. So yeah, I mean, I was kind of like, particularly with editing, I was very much ready for a break. I think basically like part of the reason that I originally wanted to take a hiatus is because I was thinking like, oh, like maybe I'll start like this other podcast that I've had like knocking around. But then by the time I took my hiatus, I was like, if I have to podcast during this fucking break, (laughs) 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 particularly Mm -hmm. the editing. I was like, no, it's not. That's not what it's about. Not no, now. No, no, not no, ever. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, I yeah, I, I had I had a great time. I mean, I I did like I released my my little album, but honestly, mostly I just fucking chilled. <laughs> <laughs> Completely valid. Hell yeah. And I I really enjoyed it. You know, I think it's just like. I, and as, as I predicted when we originally planned me doing the uh, a break, I just kind of felt like I was doing, like, I was spending a lot of my time, <laughs> like, working on this podcast. So I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be ready for a break. And I was. And then when I was done with my break, I was ready to come back. Although it was longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was like almost a, it was like almost a year. But, I mean, at the same time, like, I was still doing 
some yeah. stuff and like you know we were we still did the still doing like the live yeah, yeah and Dame Gen Dive the, and Dame Gen Dive yeah and your your guest episode <laughs> yeah. and yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I mean and I was you know involved with some decision making yeah. stuff so it wasn't yeah. like I didn't feel like I was completely like not doing it anymore but mm-hmm. like it was yeah. yeah it was a lot different but I would say like the thing that I probably missed the most was just like seeing everybody more often because you just you do you see each other more mm-hmm. often when it's mandated by the business <laughs> true. well that's always what i say is like the reason that i was like hey guys let's start a podcast is because i wanted to get my friends together on a bi-weekly-ish basis yeah you got it's beautiful to, you got to yeah. start a podcast for that yeah it's um, the only way you can. and also i guess like i did like when i came back to playing fran i was kind of like oh wow my little my little girl <laughs> she's still here my little baby who who i hate she's i mean her. i love her I love yeah. her, but you I understand know. completely. You know I get it. And what did oh, we miss oh, yeah, about yeah. Noel? There's more to the question. There's more to the question. I was going to change the subject. No, yeah. Noelle, what did we miss about Noel? Five uh, things you like about yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not miss that. That was like your first episode back. Well, we'll get Wait, there. Has yeah, it, no, hasn't dropped yet. No, that intro no, hasn't dropped yet. Oh my god, I keep forgetting. Of Arc Seven. Yeah. Oh, there's a great intro coming up. There's a really good intro coming up. So, uh, what did I miss about Noelle um, and Fran? Area of effect damage, AOE damage. Mm. Um, Because that was something that I had to deal with with the guests is that I design encounters for this podcast very specifically knowing that I have a fucking entire party of glass cannons. I mean, we've got Slake there to tank, but I have very high damage output and very low uh, threshold for damage they can take and so I was very used to making like bunch of enemies Fran would knock them out in like one or two rounds mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then that didn't happen anymore so I missed mm-hmm. that and I was so glad to have it back I missed Noelle's brilliant comedic magic I was very very happy to have like the guest episode uh, I was so excited also that we got to fucking meet Seeker <laughs> as as Slake and Corbin. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. funny. Yeah. And I mean, I, I remember too, like when we did the finale where we knew you were going away for a while, that like it was very easy to cry in character thinking like, what if oh. I didn't get to see Fran again? What if I didn't get to see Noelle again? So I'm a stupid oh, little baby. Canada, so I'm a sweet. stupid little baby. <laughs> You're so sweet, and um, and Juniper's is gonna have to be at least oh, I that actually, is sincere, and hopefully more. I actually so. was gonna destroy you with this one. Are you ready for this shit? Oh, Fucking shit. get ready. Oh, get sit down, oh, Noel. I'm sitting and I'm girding yeah, my. You lowering. better gird them. So what I miss the most about <laughs> Noel, and I loved doing our guest episodes. It pushed me very far out of my comfort zone. I don't like talking to human <laughs> beings, but I think it was wonderful for us, and I loved doing it as a, as a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. However, when we first had Noel back again as the Seeker, it was like drinking water for the first time <laughs> after I'd been living in a desert. I was like, the chemistry is here. Like, Noelle and I, oh, yeah. we're, it's, she's back. She's back. Uh-huh. I was so happy. I was yeah. like, I know how to yeah. act. I don't have to worry. If I say something stupid, Noelle's just going to look me in my face and be like, you idiot. And it'll be great. And I will have to, like, be like, oh, my God. Like, so that's yeah. what I miss the most about wonderful Noelle. 
my floor my, brother. I will say that was that was definitely also just like the the lack the the pressure was off once Noel mm-hmm. got back. It was like, you know, had to like be a you know a DM instead of just being like, you know. A, a fool with a story. Yeah. What is a DM but a fool with a story? What does that have to do with me? <laughs> well, because I can, I when I'm like, you know, get DMing for other people, I have to be mm. like, you know. Oh, got it. And I know. can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And because I know you. you yeah. Here, I'm just a fool with a story to tell. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I think we. I love it. I love you. We've known each other for so long too. There's just like a lack of like. Boundaries. Boundaries, but like No. <laughs> but like in a good way. Like Catherine. Like, I think it's the it's the like lack of needing to worry about boundaries. Because yeah, like we don't like they're established. Right. Well, and, like, yeah, you know where yeah, they are. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. You're, yes. Yeah. So you don't have to be like kind of over. No, I already yeah. knows I'm a fucking idiot, so like I don't know that. So I guess you don't know me as well as you thought you oh, did. Shit. <laughs> Record a mid roll, a mid roll. We're recording a mid roll. Everybody, it's a mid roll. Mid roll. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the mid roll. Are you enjoying the Q's? Are you enjoying the A's? I sure did. Uh, always a good time when we do these Q and A's live as part of our Patreon. Uh, I hope you're enjoying it. So, uh, what's up with you guys how how are we hip-hop happening are we doing well uh we're doing great over here at dames hq uh we are having coming up i want to let you guys know uh we are having our little mid preseason break uh pre-arc break coming up um so there will not be an episode two weeks from now it will be two weeks after that unless you are a patron, in which case, uh, in that two-week break, the bonus Damjin Dive uh, episode is going to be going up. That one's going to be a lot of fun. Zombie bottom floor. Zombie bottom floor. Zombie bottom floor. In any case, uh, yeah, so you can uh, catch that. That'll be coming out on June 14th. Um, and then the premiere of Arc 7 is going to be coming out on June 28th, and that will be back on the main feed for everybody and their grandmothers. Uh, so this will be the last time uh, you hear my beautiful, sultry tones for a hot minute. Unless, again, you are a patron. Um, speaking of patrons, let's thank some of them. Uh, you guys are our bread and butter, our heart and soul, our... Beavis and Butthead. Uh, and so I want to thank a whole bunch of people here. That's going to be Henry Debick, Miss Panda, Dashing Donkus, Cynthia the Rat, Sathal, Christina McLennan, Kyle Corbett, Tiffany Pine, Alora Elway, Joel Robertson, Julie Pagano, Michael Sexton, Sam, Courtney Bell, Amber A., Adam Patterson, Ark, Abhijit Madhu Kumar, and 
Chicago resident. All right, thank you all so much, you guys. We really cannot stress enough how amazing it is that you choose to donate to our little Patreon um, and support this podcast. We really couldn't do it without you guys. Um, and I know I just said that, but you know who we really couldn't do it without? Those Apple podcast reviewers or reviewers of other platforms that are aggregated onto various websites and push us up the charts. Let other people uh, know about us, um, help us gain visibility, and just say some really nice things that really brighten my day. Um, it's just so nice to read those things. Um, so I am going to thank today. Thank you to Renault Helt, Ms. Trevor, Brandon Nightmare, Davis's Driver, Dare the Brave, Sarah Corin, Palmer's 611, Kid, and Claire the Silly Bear. Thank you guys so much for reviewing, helping us spread the good news of Dames and Dragons. Thank you so much. Uh, and now, uh, why don't we hear from another amazing show on the Geekspective Network? Does the thought of leading a group through the creative landscapes of your imagination terrify you? Do you worry about being asked questions you don't know the answers to? Have you wanted to try being a dungeon or game master, but your social anxiety has been holding you back? Hi, I'm Amber, and I used to nearly vomit at the idea of running a tabletop RPG. How'd I get over that anxiety? I haven't. Surprise! I'm still an anxious mess, and you can listen to all of it on Shapeshift, where I've recorded 80% of every game I've ever ran. Over the last four years, I've run a ton of indie one-shots like Casketland, a weird western horror game, to my first ever campaign using Ryutama, a Studio Ghibli-like exploration-focused game. Follow me through my journey learning how to GM and to live with my anxiety. It doesn't go away completely, but it does get easier to manage. Go to Geekspective.com to find out more information or find Shapeshift on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, thank you for that. Go listen to that great show. Uh, and now we have a message from our store. If you would like to purchase a message and you would like one of us to say it with our human mouth and record it into this here microphone, um, you can go to damesanddragons.store and purchase a message for a loved one or enemy. I have yet to see somebody purchase a message for an enemy. Please, I'm begging you, somebody... Issue a challenge via podcast. I mean, I hate to age myself. I hate to date myself here, but do it for the vine. All right. So this message is from Riley Taber, uh, and it says, Happy birthday, Shelby, my dearest sister. Aren't you glad I convinced you to listen to this dang podcast that has become your favorite? Just a reminder that I am always right. I will miss living with you and being able to share special interests 24-7, no matter how deplorable. Love you always, and cheers to another year of me forgetting to answer your text messages. Cece and I are rooting for your existence. Well, happy birthday, Shelby. I'm rooting for your existence as well. Um, great. Love it. So nice. Uh, last... Lastly, oh, must we do this again? We must. We must. Every time we must. 
Chantal. I hope you're well. I hope the summer is long and beautiful. I hope that wherever you are, there is a warm breeze and fluffy clouds and a bowl of peach sherbet. Chantel, the code word is Nerdy Birdie. The sleeper agent is active. Go! from Patreon at the bottom of the page, and I'm going to answer one from Wildfire. Mm -hmm. uh, Some of them are pretty quick mm -hmm. ones from Patreon. Did Noelle consider re-rolling as a warlock, or was it never even an option? Oh, yeah. Um, and I had thoughts about this. So let me set the scene. So Kat messaged me in advance of this episode and was like, hey, like, guess what? I'm going to give you this option. But what Kat said was, you can, you can multi-class in warlock. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right, and so I decided to raise the stakes. Yes, but you didn't tell me that, and I'd already decided I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> oops, oops. <laughs> I thought I had told you, but I apparently didn't. No. Uh, <laughs> so, like, so then that's why I was, like, conflicted when it actually happened, because mm -hmm. otherwise I would have been like, oh, I've made my decision. But we edited most of that out, so people don't know. But I did take a while to make that decision. <clears throat> so, <laughs> but I will say... Uh, that was part of my decision, but also part of it was I just like being a wizard. I just don't want to play a warlock at this. I just don't. I don't know. Um, also, you the like new things. <laughs> yeah, story-wise, Fran had just agreed to work with Kai, mm -hmm. so if she hadn't, if she'd been like, "No, fuck you," I think she, I probably would have. Even though I love to play wizard, I probably would have gone for it. Because then it would have been like, oh, like, then I don't have to be tied to the gods and, like, mm -hmm. you know. But, like, since she was just like, yeah, that's fine. I'll just, like, do what you want. <laughs> then it kind of felt like, yeah, 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 yeah. But mm -hmm. also, like, I mean, Fran's going to keep summoning demons. And it's never going to stop. And if they want to try and tempt her to be a warlock again, they can do that. They're welcome to. Because she's going to summon demons until, she, <laughs> until they kill her. Nothing but respect for my president. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but respect. Absolutely. Do you guys have other questions you want to bring I up? I have one that I like, that I would like to ask, that I saw. Please. Okay. Please. So, um, this is a fun one. So, this is from Carl Gura. Fucking amazing name, also. Really Very good name. Very good name. Great name. Uh, so, the question is, hey, first time dame, long time dragon. We already know how nice. Fran and Corbin were with Ainsley in the Gap, but how do you feel your other characters would get along? Like, would Corbin oh. slash Mickey slash Eggy be friends? Would ye still approve of Slake's work ethic? Thanks and much love. And yeah. It took me a minute when I saw this question. I was like, who the hell are a Eggy and ye still? Those are our questions from the Ravnica. Those are our, your characters from the Ravnica episode. Yes. Oh. Um, 
Juniper didn't know until you said I that. Forgot I forgot who that character was. But I would, I would no, very yeah. much. It took me a full fucking minute to figure remember I that didn't one. Know. I was like, yeah. So for anybody else who also is confused, those we did a we did a, a one shot for Dungeons and Dragons like podcast. It, it was posted here too, and we played some different mm. characters that were. What I don't know, like they were they were part of like a Magic the Gathering guild. Yeah, the they were they were little, part of the trash guild. The, yeah, the like yeah, the, guild the, of trash the corpse corpse. dead underground guild. Yeah, yeah, the necromancer trash guild. Yeah, mushrooms. <laughs> that's what yeah. I mean. That's what it is. Yeah. The necromancer trash guild. Obviously, the one we picked. Very yeah. true. Obviously. So I mean, I don't know. I think Fran and the Seeker. I want to know. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Fran and the Seeker. Um, they, oh, I feel Jared. like they would have an antagonistic relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like I Fran and I feel like this I feel like Fran is enough of a shitty teen and the seeker is enough of like a mom type. Yeah. That they would just not it would be it would yeah. be a mom I and think a shitty it teen. Would, it would very much depend on how the seeker was introduced to Fran. If Fran thought the seeker was really cool from the moment she saw her, like and she was like, whoa, like so cool. Then she would like just like be like a weird little like gremlin like nah, like bleh, mom you know but like <clears throat> or mommy as it were <laughs> but <laughs> but um, i i think yeah otherwise they probably would be pretty antagonistic but i also think like they just like wouldn't talk because like seeker would be like don't talk to me and friend would be like deal <laughs> <laughs> so mm. What about Slake and Mr. Wentel? I have thought about this. I think I really thought about it the time that Mr. Wentel fucking stepped on that crab. I was like, they could not, like... I feel like Slake would go into, like, a blind rage. I think, like, I think what it would be, like... Yeah, I think it would be really interesting, because, like, they're... Yeah, they, they have certain things in common, I guess. But, yeah, also... Very different in certain ways. I feel like I feel like Slake would be really hung up on the the thing like the crab. Like, how could you do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose Slake probably in general would be like, we can't trust this guy. Like, yeah. he's not morally sound. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be right. right. <laughs> they would definitely be right. And I think on the other hand, Fran and Corbin would love Mister. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Corbin and Mickey, I think they're going to get along like a house on fire, but we'll have to hear from the source. Yeah, I'm so... Okay. Comics pause, and games. Pause the phone. A house on fire? Yeah. Get a, get along like a house... Get on like a yeah, house on a fire. Thing, right? Okay, get on like a house on fire is one thing. Get along like a house on fire is, is it? another. It's, it's literally same, right? one word different. But it Kat, means the same. I resent what you're saying to me. Oh, I resent what you're saying to me so deeply. <laughs> I, okay, but I'm still, I'm wildly curious. Yeah, you're saying that Fran and Corbin and Mr. Wendell, like, that they would they would get along with, I want to know about this. I'm not saying that Mr. Wendell would get along with Fran right. and Corbin. I'm saying Fran and Corbin would love Mr. Like, Wendell. Like, would they just enjoy annoying the shit out of him, or like... Yeah, yeah, probably. I can see, I can really see that. And they'd also be like, and you have this heart of gold, and like, we know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Fran and Corbin would absolutely see 100% through his, like, I'm cold exterior and destroy yeah. him. 
Yeah, they'd be like, chance. that's your son. Yeah, no, they constantly. <laughs> like... I would love to see that. That sounds great. But please, please tell us, uh, Mickey and... Um, Corbin and Mickey, I think, would be, like, the absolute worst combination of two people mm-hmm. because they yeah. would 100%, like, have a, an endless feedback loop on each other that's and true. Com- true. encourage, how, like, wait, terrible... Wait, how soon after they met do you think they would both be dead? Like, quickly. <laughs> like, very fast <laughs> You're absolutely right. Like, because probably Mickey would be killed first, but like not actually, because if Mickey ever is, if Mickey dies, then like his little demon just comes out and then kills Corbin. Oh, that's fun. Mm. Yeah. So, but but no, they for sure. It's really dark. It's really dark. It's like really dark. They'd definitely be dead. Like, oh, it's kind of like immediately. It's like really dark. No, I mean I agree. Like, I mean, because yeah, like I think yeah, you're right. Like they. There's no impulse control at all between the two of them. No, so. they there's they they would just like you cannot let them be alone together because it would be so bad. Okay, like in a scenario where these two three three person groups meet, immediately Fran and Corbin start calling them out on being like a weird family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin Slake is like, I don't trust any of these people. Corbin makes a connection with Mickey. They almost die. Fran puts them both in the bag of holding, and they do die. (laughs) (laughs) I love this fan fiction. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Wow. Well, we solved it. it. We did it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, there's one more question that I want to I want to answer from the Patreon uh, just because uh, it just addresses something that is already happening. Wildfire asks, "Cat, uh, what do you use to organize your campaign notes? Would you ever consider mm-hmm. releasing those notes once this all wraps up?" My notes are already up. Um, you can see notes from I think I haven't put up arc six yet, but arcs one through five. Oh, you put I, up the other ones? Yeah, they're all. I thought up it was on... only arc one through three. That's awesome. I think I put up one through five. I don't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't, don't call me out on that. Um, but they, <laughs> if I haven't put them up, I will soon. They're on the Into, Into Avalis website. Which you can access on the Patreon. Yes. But I think it's hard to access it on, on mobile, FYI. So yeah. I would go go in a browser, even if it's on yeah. your phone, and you can see like the pinned post, and it's there. It's in there. Yeah, yeah. The, the pinned post and the, and the password are there. We did change the password from what it used to be. Um, yeah. Just to keep y'all on your toes. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, on the Intavalis website, which uh, for the recording, for for people listening to this later, you can get access to if you are a Patreon at any level. You can get access to all of my uh, world building notes and my uh, DM notes on the Intavalis website. I use Google Docs. You can, I mean, if you look at my notes, you can see how they've evolved from when I first started writing this podcast to now. In that, I think I, it, it's interesting just the way that you know, looking at how you organize things in your brain. I've gotten both more and less detailed. I think I just know better. Interesting. Well, I know better when I need to write the detail and when I can just say, so something's going to happen here. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, sense. like I know that I just need to like set a scene and then set you guys loose in it rather than going, they're going to go from A to B to C to D because 90% of the time you're going to go from A to D and C and B won't happen. Right. So there's no point in planning that out. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I also used to break it up differently. Like, uh, you'll notice, like, arcs two and three are split up between, like, three and four different documents. Um, whereas later I started using uh, the outline tool in Google Docs to be able to skip between, like, where I'm at in the 
arc uh, a little bit easier and still have access to everything. So if you want to take a look at those, check out the Into Avalis website on our Patreon. Cat. Yeah. Unrelated question. Well, actually related, but like not really a question related? like for you, but it is for you. I'm so sorry. That's a weird preface. <laughs> Do you, have you ever looked at uh, looked into using Scrivener for your notes? Um, I've looked at Scrivener and then immediately decided I didn't want to learn how to use a new program. That's fair. I love Scrivener. Me I'm too. obsessed Me with Scrivener. Too. Me too. Yes. Oh, bitch. Oh, it's Scrivener. so good. Yes. Oh. <laughs> The, okay, so the, part of the reason that I haven't used Scrivener is pre-pandemic, in the before mm -hmm. times. I did yes. a lot of my writing on the bus. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. Cat, though, the one thing I will tell you about Scrivener, the, like, the, the, they do technically have some kind of way to, like, share between devices, but it's pissed. It is cool. bad, yeah. So, Part like, if that's bad. important to yeah. you, don't use Scrivener. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing is I, I do a lot of my writing uh, on my phone on the bus, and then, like, yeah. I go in, like, when I'm on a desktop and clean it up, but, like... Mm -hmm you know, in the before times when I rode the bus. Yes. <laughs> what a Many time years it was. ago. What a time it was. So writing snatches of the campaign between like, Still you know, people throwing chicken paint. wings at me. Oh my God. I called it the bus of dreams and it mm. was, it really was. It's Fuck off. A bus of nightmares. I Yeah, mm. we don't, yeah, <laughs> I know. The things I had happen to me on Minneapolis public mm. transit. I'm sorry about I it. I feel you, we've talked mm. about it. It's bad time. Yeah. We've talked about it. <laughs> B from the Patreon asks, can we expect more Danger Dive, Dive anytime soon? And the yes. Yes. yes, we are gonna release, we have, oh, it's gonna be, <laughs> that's gonna be a good one. I, Wait, I'm very excited for the next one that's one? coming out. Zombie Bottom Floor. Oh, Zombie Bottom Floor, yes! Oh, finally. Yeah, zombie, zombie Bottom, bottom floor. floor. There's some very cool plot tie-ins and like foreshadowing yeah, for the next arc, right. and it's gonna be mm -hmm. really cool. And it's also heavily influenced by BBC's Ghosts. Like, I'll admit that right up front. You know what? And it's it's that too, and that is also a draw for some people, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on to your butts. It's gonna be a fun one. That was a fun one. Hold on to your Zombie mm -hmm. Bottom Floor. Hold on to your Zombie Bottom Floor. Tell you Hold what. on to your zombie bottom floor. Yeah, never let it go. Allie asks, I think we may have answered this on stream before, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, Allie Gowans asked, uh, will you guys be doing another campaign after this, or is this it? Um, We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we, We're going to kind of play it by ear. Yeah. We, kinda, we, have like, we have, like, things in the works, but it kind of does, like, depend on... I mean, that's going to be, what? like, a year or two from now. Okay, so. Yeah, like, what's going on yeah. then? Like, yeah. I, it's, it's it, you know what? What we've learned is you can't tell the future. You can't tell the future. <laughs> we spent, I remember so many times of Juniper and I sitting, having our lunch at work, going, crap, how are we going to record when we're not going to have, because we usually record at Noelle's house mm -hmm. pre-pandemic, and we're like, we're not going to have Noelle's house. What are we going to do? Like, do we need to rent yeah. a studio oh. space? And then there's a pandemic, right. and it solved the it problem. It solved all right, of our problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sure did take that choice out Ooh. of your hand. <laughs> it really did. So if that taught us one thing, it's that we cannot predict the future, and there's just no use worrying about it, because, uh, you know, sometimes a global pandemic will hit and derail all of your planning about where you're gonna record um oh this is interesting i mean i guess like we'll see it in the in the podcast really but i i guess i am interested in hearing your guys's takes on this juniper mm. and hannah how do you think slake and corbin changed as people while mary and fran were gone by miss miss panda i mean i i can think of or did I can they? think of some ways that that slake mm. definitely changed i think slake got more assertive i think slake 
be be not so people pleasing and be less kind of afraid, less like, uh, oh, what other people want to hear. I absolutely noticed that even in the episode that I just edited, there's all these parts where Slake is like, what are you doing? And like, <laughs> where like Slake would not have asked that before to, to Fran and yes. Corbin. I thought that yeah, was I, cool. I, like, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know. I thought that was kind of, kind of neat. They're getting more. I think it was. Yeah. I, I noticed a lot of character development, especially for Slate, because I think, especially without the presence of Fran, who is a very assertive presence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like Slake no longer had somebody else to, to be the assertive one in the situation. Yeah. And they stepped up to the plate, and that's some very cool character development. It's very cool, Hannah. You did a really good job, and you're a really great role player, and I really love you. So. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, that's right. Cry. Uh, <laughs> cry. <laughs> <sighs> Juniper, how do you feel Corbin has changed and grown? I think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> or has he? Or has he not? Has he regressed? <laughs> I think he has. I, I genuinely, I struggle with this because it's really easy for me to write out a character's growth, like, when I'm writing out mm-hmm. their story. It is very mm-hmm. hard for me to be present in my mind at any given point of my life. So, like, I, I tried. I struggled with it, though. Like, honestly, like, what I just as a person was forced to do without Noelle was be a little bit more serious occasionally. Um, I was forced to console a child whose father had died. So that was fun. <laughs> and I think that Corbin also, like, Corbin, by virtue of that, also had to be more serious. And then I think he also became more, like or I should say less passive as a character. Mm. I feel like there were times when he had to actually make decisions that would like affect things more when normally he kind of would leave the decision making up to Fran for the most part. That was one thing that I really liked to hear mm-hmm. when I was listening to your episodes <laughs> where I wasn't there was was like the two, I mean, the, obviously the, the democracy. The, yeah, the democracy <laughs> part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, guys, you guys making decisions. Part of this is because Fran is like this, but part of it is just because I'm very much like this, where I'm like, the decision is taking a long time. Let's just yes. (laughs) Well, and normally you reach that point before me because I'll just be sitting there like, all right, let's think about it, and then you'll be like, Mm -hmm. too much. I mean, with 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 the podcast, the reason I reach that point is because I have to exactly yeah, and so then like without you being there and then knowing that like we were editing, I feel like that at least for me and I'm sure Mm -hmm. for everybody else as well, brought it much more into our minds that like we needed to Mm -hmm. kind of. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I Mm -hmm. think also having a guest there really did because we couldn't just go off on wild (laughs) tangents. Yeah, we couldn't just be fucking weird. (laughs) And expect them to just be fine with it. (laughs) It's true. Ooh, this is an interesting question. Username 9022 says, do you miss in-person games or have there been benefits to being online? Oh, I miss, I miss in-person I miss games. Seeing your beautiful faces. I do, too. I think you guys haven't edited in-person yeah. games, so mm-hmm. I will say there are absolutely editing That's benefits. That's what I was going to yes. say, too, is I would not want to <laughs> edit in person because, like, having everybody's stuff on a separate track is really nice for yeah. editing. The thing is, though, is when we're in person, we don't interrupt each other nearly as much. Like, it's way worse because there's mm-hmm. delays and you don't know who's going to talk when and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's way, it's it's not as intense as you might think, but, like, it is. There's also audio um, problems from, because I have to do everything, or, like, you guys know, you had to do everything four times, you would have just had to yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, and there was also my sin. Would it, 
There's also, there's also cats. Oh yes, yeah. it happens. Oh yeah, we've never we like literally haven't talked about this at all, and I haven't published the outtakes for this part yet, so nobody knows. So, do you, do you want me to, to talk? About you tell that? them. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it happens. It's fine. Dad. It just happens. It just happens uh. sometimes. So the episodes where we had um, Andrew from Chasm Quest, Cat's mic was not on the correct mic. Uh, so, and Cat did an amazing job fixing this problem. She but did so good. Cat did have to re-record all of her audio for all two of those episodes. Yeah, that was my great yeah. sin. Um, and I will tell you, it fucking was weird. You did, you so did a good, great though. job. You can't even though. tell when I mean, you listen to it. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, yeah, no, you can't tell. And nobody ever asked, like, hey, why does Cat sound like that? Because you didn't sound different. You sounded yep. the same. But I'll say the, the weirdest thing was sitting alone in my office, generally in, like, kind of the dark, going, reading, reading. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad that they put in the laughs, though, because I was worried they wouldn't yeah. put in the laughs. And I was like, if Cat doesn't laugh, the dynamic's going to be, be ruined. <laughs> right. But it's just like, or I would say things like, I would say a joke and then it'd just be dead silence. And then yeah. pause for a few minutes and then go, <laughs> right, okay, let's move on. And it's nice. like, my boyfriend was in the other room, like listening to me sound like an absolute psychopath. Isn't that the best? And then afterwards he'd be like, how did it go? And I was like, this was hell and I hated it. <laughs> so um if you're ever uh like what's something to always look out for if i'm gonna do a podcast it's make sure your mic is on the right channel mm-hmm. yeah yeah which you know actually yeah. hold on we're just gonna we're just gonna you know yeah what? my mic's let's on the right just, channel let's all just have a time god i don't even i yeah. hate that i don't i'm gonna like okay good it's fine thank god uh that's so scary that's like the scariest feeling is checking that yeah i feel that every time <sighs> now i'm fine i'm breathing it can happen to you um, do you have any other questions from the chat? Oh, here's one from Dor- Dor- Dorowski in the chat. I might have just absolutely butchered that. But do- how does everybody feel about their characters after three years of playing them? <laughs> That's a weird one. That's a good question. The silence is deafening. I don't know. It is. I mean, I will say, like, I the other day I was thinking about like like oh like when the podcast ends and stuff and like what will maybe do after that and I was like oh I won't play Fran anymore she'll just only exist in audio recordings and like I'll (laughs) never like be doing Fran again like that'd be so sad but it will happen one day (laughs) I mean with a and d character you can always kind of just be like I'm playing as them but (laughs) you can always bring them back but yeah yeah I feel like I'm going to be that way once we actually stop. But at this point, I'm almost like I'm ready for Corbin to die. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love Corbin. Like, but I'm also just like, bitch, you came. You said what you were going to say. Like, move along. (laughs) I love him, but what else is he going to give me at this point? We'll see. Maybe. maybe, How could you say that? Maybe. Maybe. There's, there unplumbed depths of core there are <laughs> there Ominous. are also i do want to say oh I, before I, I move on uh hannah do you have any thoughts yeah i don't know it's weird right i mean i feel like they i i do feel like they've kind of gotten a chance to like grow and change and so like mm-hmm. i think you know hopefully i i feel like hopefully by the time we're, we wrap up i'll feel pretty like solid you know like 
I, they started yeah. one place and they moved to a different place and it's complete mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. that so that's I, I think... a much kinder way of saying what I was trying to say Hannah so thank I you did, I did know what you mean though actually yeah, yeah. like because like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I, yeah. I think I don't know sometimes I think like yeah at a certain point mm-hmm. you kind of feel resolved like sometimes like the worst mm-hmm. thing you can do for a character right. is dragging them out for too long as opposed to saying you came and you've done your story and you've grown that and being now. said, I do feel like I could just keep fucking playing Mr. Wenzel. Like, <laughs> okay, no, yeah, I no, love like, haven't true. done it for that long yet, though. <laughs> that's true. But I also feel that's true. That's yeah, true, though. Yeah. Also, yeah, we really haven't. That's true. Yeah, there's still a lot to, to yeah. happen with yeah. them. All right. So before I, I do our final question here, I do want to give one shout out to uh, Clara May, who brought in the chat of uh, does Avalis have tectonic plates? And I think you're the same person <laughs> who was freaking out about this on the Discord the other night. I did read that whole uh, that whole spiel. You have given me many things to think about. I have not thought about does Avalis have tectonic plates? So um, stay tuned. I have to think about how geography works, oh, I guess. Dark stuff. I haven't. The myth is the real story. So it's, it's a very interesting thing to think about. Yeah, but does that myth include tectonic plates? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Here's our last uh, question to close this out. It's from Rachel Thimke on Twitter. Uh, does Chantel listen to the podcast? And if so, how many people has the sleeper agent killed? I think Chantel does listen to the podcast, but she she like will not be caught up for a long time, and then she'll like binge a whole bunch of it. So yeah. I don't know if she's caught up now. Yeah, she yeah. she actually when when she used to work from home, she would literally be listening to it while we were both <laughs> working in the same room. And I'd be like, is that my fucking voice? <laughs> and then she'd be like, yeah, listen to Dames and Dragons. I'm like, oh, okay. That's beautiful. So um, yeah. did you ever notice her blacking out in the middle Frequently. of the episode? No, yeah, that was a pretty yeah. common experience, usually like about halfway through the episode. She kind of would just stand up. Listen, like, I think it's bold to assume that the sleeper agent's mission is murder. It's not always. Sometimes she would come back with, like, groceries. <laughs> and I'd be like, we didn't need any of this. And she'd be like, I what? I didn't get these. Juniper, why'd you get these? I didn't buy. You got these. You got these. And then she'd get really mad. But yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. But not always murder. Sometimes though, there was blood. Definitely yeah. sometimes. Sometimes, you know, sometimes there will be blood. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that happens. Well, um, I think that's gonna do it for us tonight. Thank you so much, everybody, for your questions. For your endurance. Thank you. Your, endurance. your bravery, <laughs> yeah. your metal, your grit. For like, just you know what? Thanks for sticking your with real us ones through everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, genuinely though, there's a lot of people who have been sticking with us since like the beginning of this mm-hmm. podcast, and that just blows my my <laughs> freaking gourd. Um, blows my gourd, dude. <laughs> no, it really does. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I. St- still sometimes have trouble like fathoming the fact that like people like the thing we are making no it's it's and people like it a lot (laughs) um and i I mean that's so cool but i just absolutely can't i can't fathom it because uh, uh, if i think about it for too long (laughs) i'm freaked out so (laughs) thank you all thank you all so much for your support for your love um so many cool things are gonna Mm. come i hope you know, I, I as, as always, I just really freaking hope that you guys like what I'm planning, because uh, I do. I'm terrified. As usual, Kat's going to hurt we us. We will probably. be killed. Can't wait to die at Kat's hands. We will all we be will killed. We will fall into the earth and be beat. <laughs> 
kissy kissy wink emoji. That's uh, yeah. bastard. <laughs> yeah, the bastard emoji. All right. Well, we all love you. We love your. Uh, we love our bread. We love our oh, butter. Oh wait, I'm sorry, you guys. What? I we've I forgot something super important. What's what? the one thing that at least I know I've missed the most from recording huh. in person? Oh, Fucking canes. Oh, of course. Oh, dude. Like our chicken That's nuggets. Amazing. We do. We need That's, our yeah, chicken we are, nuggets. We've been in a chicken. I need deficiency. my chicken nugget vitamins. Honestly, like it's been really hard. I can't wait. I can't Me wait too. for that that halcyon mm. day when we have our chicken again. Well, on that note, um, I love you all. I love your wife's cookies. I keep, I keep no starting way. a sentence without finding the end of it. I love you. That's the end of it. I love you. I love you. I love you. Good night. Okay, bye, everybody. Fare thee well, dearest. Bye,